Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of 200 and Counting, everyone's favorite documentary podcast. So this week's doc, surprise, it's one of my favorites. I feel like I say this a lot and I know, but if we're being honest, out of like the seven episodes I think I've done, I've only actually said one documentary is my favorite and I think it was Tickled. But this one I've actually seen legit like three or four times because I keep rewatching while I go show people because it's just so crazy that I love talking about it. If you know me, I've probably talked about this doc to you and you've probably been like, what the hell is it? It's called Finders Keepers. It used to be on Netflix, but not anymore. Now it's on like Amazon Prime Video, which I've used like twice and once was to rewatch this again and the other time was just to watch Rick and Morty you know anyway it's very easily accessible if you want something to talk about it's a conversation starter and so let's let's start the conversation why don't we all right so the plot is kind of complicated basically what had happened was this man named John Wood lost his leg in a plane crash with his dad and his dad passed away in that plane crash, but John survived and he had to have his leg amputated. So to memorialize the surviving the plane crash and to remember his father, John had the leg embalmed. And, you know, if you don't know, that's what they do to preserve dead bodies. They describe like the exact process and they were like, he got the leg embalmed. He well, no, first the mortician kept it in a trash bag to go give it to him. He got the leg embalmed, wrapped it in the screen from his front door, hung it up in a tree and let like let it hang out in the tree in the sun to dry. So this man lost his leg and that is how he preserved it. So he got a prosthetic leg, but his own leg the human flesh was embalmed so that he could keep it. And mind you, at one point they show the leg, like they do a good job of like not showing you the leg at first. So you're kind of like, what? Like, is this actually real? But then at one point they show the leg. It is fucking disgusting. Like, I am sorry. I know that that was a serious event that that man went through. I am not trying to be ableist in any way, shape or form. I'm very glad that he has this prosthetic leg. That leg is nasty. It was all like mangled up looking like, oh God, it was like gnarled and twisted. There's like little hairs sticking out of it still. Like the toes are all curved and whatnot. The legs are disgusting. Like the leg looked like a goblin. And I get it. You want to remember your father, maybe build a nice monument, maybe do literally anything else, but don't keep a body part around. I feel like that that is not what the Lord intended for us to be doing with our body parts, but that's just me. That's just me. So the amount of leg was from like the knee down. So like the whole foot was there. There was some nice shin to really hold on to to get that good grip. So anyway, John wanted the leg embalmed. He got the leg embalmed and he was keeping the leg at his house. Then he got evicted. So he had to move all of his stuff into a storage unit. But then he stopped making payments to the storage unit. So they ended up selling. They had to auction off all of his stuff. And that is where the drama starts, my friends. So they auction off all his belongings. And this man, Shannon Wisnant, buys this grill that was in his um, garage storage unit thing. And in the grill was John's leg. First of all, why are you not keeping the leg with you at all times? I thought this was supposed to be to remember your father. Why are you not displaying it proudly in your house then? Why are you just leaving it in a grill in your storage unit? That should be one of your... like. The leg should be if there's a fire and you have to run out with something, even though the fire, um, the fire department says to leave everything behind. If you had to pick that one thing, we've all got it. It should be your leg. Like, why is it just sitting in a storage unit? Clearly, he doesn't care about it. Like it wasn't on his body. He didn't care. Secondly, like get a case for it. Like 
you took the time to get it embalmed, surely you could get like a little satchel or like a box or something, a nice, even a cardboard box. Imagine if they made those fucking like supreme, um, those little a crossbody fanny packs, but like put your leg in it. Like it just, you can't just be leaving your legs lying around like that. Like that's insane. So here's the thing though. Shannon found the leg, but everyone's initial reaction to this situation ended up like screwing them in the long run. So to me, as I said, if John cared so much about his leg, why wasn't it with him? You know, put that little guy in a backpack, get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? But Shannon, when he found it initially, he was like, what the hell? This is disgusting. He legit was like, there was cholesterol dripping out of it. And I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works because I don't have any body parts in my home. Something was dripping from the leg and I don't know what it is, but I damn sure wouldn't have been touching it. I can tell you that right now. My mother and her boyfriend come running and they said, well, what did you find, Shannon? He said, it's a human foot. I said, a what? I said, a foot. And they said, a what? So Shannon called the police at first and they came and took the leg. Side note, there's legit one black person in this whole documentary. And yes, I do count them up because representation matters. Anyway, the one black person was the cop who came to see the leg after Shannon called the police. And he's like, yeah, I saw it. I wasn't going to pick it up, though. And I was like, that's right. That's nasty. You tell him. Yeah, I saw it. I just wasn't going to pick it up. <laughs> I guess the best place to put anything like that, if it's a body, you put it to the funeral home. If it's part of a leg, you put it in the funeral home. We don't need it. <laughs> Anyway, Shannon eventually kind of like backpedaled and was like, actually, this leg is mine because I bought it. And John was like, no, this leg is literally mine because it came from my body. And Shannon was like, no. So Shannon saw this whole thing as pretty much just as like a money making opportunity. And he was like charging people to come look at the foot and even to come look at the grill where he found the foot. Like that's really like that is trifling. Like you he's really about his money because you have to use your imagination to even like, can you imagine paying money to see a grill where a foot was found, but the foot isn't even there? Like you have to imagine it being there and you're paying money for that. And I think it was like $3 for adults, $1 for kids, maybe vice versa. Either way, there was a range. There were different ticket prices and options. Like he was really trying to get his coin. I've heard from many a folk, uh, uh, kin to me and close to me and the ones that know me, uh, they tell me that I got the best business mind that they have ever seen. My thing is, how bored are you that going to see this leg is the best use of your time? And I I get it. I grew up in the suburbs. There wasn't that much to do. We used to go to the same freaking frozen yogurt shop four days in a row because why not? But that doesn't mean that I would be so bored that I want to go see a man's leg, you know, like stare into space. You could do anything else, anything else. Mind you, this was in like 2007 or something like people had stuff to do. It's not like this was the story of some like it's not like it was in the 50s, not to be like whatever. But like if it were in the 50s, I'd be like, you know what? You guys don't have anything else going on besides like nuclear bomb scares and racism. So why not go see some man's leg? You know, take your mind off things. But no, this was in the 2000s. Everybody could have just been busy minding their business. Also, for context, this was in North Carolina. No comment, but I think we all know. And they were really gassing this. Like they met up in a parking lot to talk about it, to like battle it out and fight over it. And Shannon was like, we were discussing joint custody. Maybe I get the leg at my house for Halloween and John gets his. And John is like, this is literally my body part. Please give it back to me. Today, the owner of the foot wants no part in the finder's plan to profit. He's telling the news media that I'm crazy. He don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm crazy, but uh, good crazy. So eventually this escalated from being like a weird thing that happened in a small town and kind of made the news to being something that was like 100% being exploited for eyeballs and clicks and cash. 
Shannon made a website. It was footsmoker.com. It is not up anymore. I looked, but if you look on Wayback Machine, you can see the old homepage. Anyway, he was, he, you know, he was trying to make this his thing, like the thing that made him famous. And I mean, there are plenty of other people who became celebrities for much smaller, much less interesting things. So I guess why not? But like... I don't I don't know. The story itself is pretty cut and dry. Like once you get over the weirdness of the fact that one man is trying to keep another man's leg. But the the undertones of the story are really like Shannon's trying to get famous off of this. He wants attention so badly. John is in a bad way. He's going through it. He just wants his leg back. And in terms of character development, like Shannon is pretty clear that John grew up as the popular kid in town. And he tells this story. He's like, everybody who's anybody got to go to his house for their birthday. But I guess I'm nobody because I never got to go to John's house. So I guess I'm just a fucking loser, aren't I? He didn't say all that, but it was still like, bro, calm down. You're a grown ass man. Ain't nobody thinking about some beef that happened when you were 10. Like, calm down. Shannon's story was so very clearly a man who did not get enough attention growing up. He said himself that he was not loved very much by his father. His father was very abusive. He grew up really unpopular. He seems really insecure. And like, he would literally do anything for attention, like anything, clearly anything, because as I said, he was milking the hell out of this leg. And this is why self-awareness and going to therapy is important because you're going to end up a grown man who's so desperate for attention that you're stealing people's body parts and selling shirts about them. Prior to this, Shannon was on an episode of Jerry Springer. And in that moment, I was like, you know, I've always wondered what would possess someone to go on one of those shows. And now I know what kind of people do that these kinds of people. John, on the other hand, he grew up popular. He loved his dad. He just wanted to make him proud. But then he joined the military, came back, was hooked on drugs. They didn't give him, they didn't like give enough details that it made me feel for him as a person. They just kind of described it as like, John was messy. Oh my God. He was so messy. You know, like he always had this look on his face when he was walking around looking like an owl. So I still felt a bit weird about him, but I felt bad. Like he wanted his leg back, you know, just give the man his leg back. He's had a hard life. They also, someone, I think Judge Mathis called him the Rasputin of the South because he'd been like run over by cars and stabbed or shot. Like a bunch of stuff had happened to him physically and he was still going. And this was before he even lost his leg. He just like had so much stuff happening to him. He lost his leg three years ago in a plane crash. And he says that's just one of the many hurdles life has thrown at him. I've been shot, run over by a state dump truck, uh, electrocuted. I've been through a lot. They also touched on John's relationship with his mother and it was strained. And the one thing that bothered me about like the quote character development was that in the beginning, it's all like, oh, John wants to make his father proud. That's why he's keeping the leg. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, by the way, his dad treated his mom like trash. And it's like, what? And they don't mention whether or not John ever acknowledged this, but the family members are like, yeah, he was trash. And I'm like, so, okay, so does he want to honor his dad or not? Like, is that a key plot point or is it not? And it was the same with Shannon. It was like, oh, I love to be the center of attention. I'm a broken man. Also, my wife and I might get a divorce. Peace. Like, okay. Like they gave us just enough about the people that there was context, but not so much that they became like, I wasn't attached to the characters. I was still like, this is so weird. And also, what are you all talking about? To resolve the drama though, eventually Shannon and John, they first, they were like traveling together, going on different talk shows, like talking about the leg. Cause Shannon kept being like, John, we could make a lot of money off this. Like people were gassing them, you know, like they should have just left it alone. I mean, I guess I get it. It's a weird thing. Like if this were happening in real time and I had to pick something to report on, I'd be all up on their Facebook pages asking for a quote, like, hello. But on the other hand, 
It was a ridiculous media circus. It spiraled way out of control. And honestly, it made them both look crazy. Like once again, John was sitting up there looking like an owl and Shannon was sitting up there just looking so incredibly greedy and opportunistic. Everybody I talked to in the radio, I told them, if you don't mind, if somebody asked for my number, how about passing it along? If you want to buy one of Shannon's human leg t-shirts, do you have a website? I was working on building a website. Uh, and the website was called footsmoker.com. Eventually they get on Judge Mathis and he's like, okay, so here's what we're not gonna do. We're not doing any of this. You're just trying to get famous off this man's leg. No. Yes, you are. You've been, what you on the radio for talking about you have well, the man's I leg? I have a leg. I got it <laughs> from the warehouse. It's mine. I'm going to put it on display. You're going to have to pay me $10 to see it. And John actually said that going on that show saved him because he ended up going to rehab after he got his leg back. Things were really lining up for him after that TV appearance. Side note, this wasn't even in the documentary but he ended up winning the lottery. He didn't win like mega millions or anything, but he won like a ton of money. And I think the same day, this was in a New York Times article, the same day that he won the lottery, Shannon was arrested for having a gun outside of a bank. It was very vague because I'm assuming in North Carolina, you're allowed to have a gun outside of a, I don't know if he was trying to rob the bank. There were no, so you can just gather that things did not end well for him. John gets his leg back. They'd managed to drag this out for like an hour at this point, but John gets it together, which is good. Shannon after the fact is still like milking the foot thing. Listen, get your coin. I respect it, but Find someone else's body part. It's been years. You got to let this go. Like you have to have some other shtick. He goes on an episode of this show. Um, it's called Dukes of Haggle, which is an amazingly cute name. Duck Dynasty vibes. I'm not the target audience, but very cute nonetheless. So he's on the show and he's trying to like self think They don't really explain what this show is, to be honest. They like just like add footage of this at the end. And he gets really, really upset because he feels like no one's taking him seriously. Surprise. Nobody knows who he is. He's legit on there yelling, I'm the foot man. I'm the foot man. And everyone's like, <laughs> OK, a little walk of flock of flame up in there, you know. Anyway, he's yelling. He's the foot man, even though it's a leg, whatever. At one point, he's trying to auction off one of those like leg lamps, you know, the lamp that's like a leg and this guy buys it and Shannon's like you want me to sign that for you and the guy's like no and then they cut to the guy doing a testimonial and he's like I only bought the lamp because of the movie A Christmas Story then they cut back to Shannon and he's calling producers and he's like I can do things that you don't know about I can turn tears on and off people in Hollywood can't do that like it was it was so sad and in that moment I felt so bad for him like you poor broken attention starved man and then in the very next moment I saw feeling bad because I found his Facebook and he was posting a bunch of pro-Trump conspiracy theories so that little arc of me feeling bad for him was like 10 seconds so you know and at the very end of the documentary they mentioned that Shannon like announced that he was running for president and I was like how deluded can you be like how big do you think the country is like do, what he was like I've been asked to run for president um it was for the 2016 election which we had quite a group of candidates and unfortunately no Shannon but I also found his Twitter and I did some digging and he actually passed away in November 2016 so the documentary was released September 2015 and he passed away like a little over a year later knowing that information which I didn't know until doing research for this episode was even more disturbing John on the other hand. He got his life together. As I said, he won the lottery, he got his leg back. He got married. He was doing fine. And then some woman saw his story on TV and out of the goodness of her heart offered to preserve the leg for him in wax or something. I don't, 
it, it wasn't wax. I don't know how to describe what it is she did. Um, but, but she basically like put the remains of that little gnarled leg in some kind of clear casing thing. So it was like easy to carry around and John loved it. So we got his leg back. It was cool. And I was really happy for him. So at the end of the documentary, it really resolved itself well. Like he got his leg. He's doing well. But once again, I found his Facebook page and he had one post with the Confederate flag. And I was like, oh, Johnny, making it kind of hard to like you, buddy. Mm." So in the end, even though I think this documentary is like one of the funniest, if not the funniest doc that I've ever seen. Funnier than Tickled, honestly, because this situation is so ridiculous. The thing about Tickled... If you haven't listened, real fans know episode two. Kidding. I don't even know what episode it was. I think it was two. Anyway, the thing about Tickled is like Tickled is about fetishes or something. Not going to give it away, but you know, and we all know that there's like weird fetishes in the world, but this dog is like about such a weird random occurrence. It's truly one of those, like, this is not something that would happen again. Like this is like a once in a lifetime situation to have had happen. And the fact that it's so well documented makes this so hilarious to watch, like uh, truly entertaining, truly. But even though it's one of my favorites, I'd have to give it three stars. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't watch it. But like for me, a five star documentary is one that at the end, I'm like, damn, like I'll, I'll still find some problems with it because, you know, that's what I do. But if I'm like, damn, and it's really moving and I experience, um, it's called aesthetic arrest. That's the first and last useful term I ever learned with my fucking communications degree. But if I experience aesthetic arrest, which is just when you're so taken by something that it just really like a piece of art or seeing a beautiful cathedral. If I'm so taken by a documentary in that way, I'll give it five stars. But I didn't have that experience watching this. It was hilarious. I was talking about it to people, but my reaction was more like, what the hell? Also, it's not shot that well. It was more like, you know, we're going to go talk to these people and just literally they're just going to tell us a story and we are going to put it up on a screen. And I think it could have been shot. It looked, you can tell it was like shot on the most basic camera. The color is like meh. The footage is meh. It's more like we're just following around these people, which is cool, but does not a five-star documentary make? As I said, no aesthetic arrest. It's an interesting story though, but I don't know if I needed the documentary to be this long. And that's coming from someone who I enjoy the story of the leg And I think it's really funny, but I just don't, I felt like we didn't need to hear about their personal lives and backstories in the way that they were shown. I think it could have been a a cool like 30 minute Vice special in like 2015 and I would have gotten 10 million views and I would have watched like twice and that's fine. But I mean, instead I watched a full length documentary four times, which is great. Because it's funny and it's cool to show people and it's like cool to talk about, but it feels more like they sought out to make a documentary about this weird thing that happened with this man's leg. And then when they actually heard the story straight from the horse's mouth, it was like, okay, there's not actually that much to this, but let's see if the people are interesting. And I think they didn't do a good enough job of like humanizing the families to make that connection. So it came off as just like, these are just people talking to me as opposed to like, this is why that leg thing happened. And here are the people behind that story. It was really just like, here's some people talking and then this weird thing happened. So I think that disconnect to me didn't like push it up to four stars or five stars or anything. It was more just like, this is really, really entertaining, but it's not the best documentary in the world. You know what I mean? And I don't mind hearing about the family stuff. It's just that it doesn't directly relate to the leg story. It was kind of like, 
oh my god this leg story is so crazy oh and like here's our family but oh my god he got the leg back and it was kind of like jumping around it started off kind of weirdly like it started off like oh my god this man lost his leg in a plane crash well it starts off actually with nudes clips then it's like this man lost his leg in a plane crash what crash you ask well we won't be giving you those details until about 40 minutes in anyway oh my god this guy's family is rich and he joined the military got into drugs oh right remember he lost his leg it was just very like jumping around you know and I think that this was probably really good if you had been following this one. I don't know if this was a national news story or something. Um, I guess at the time it happened, if it was 2007, I was like uh, 12. So I was not paying attention to North Carolina local news, but I don't know. It it came off more as like, if I'd been following this and I watched this documentary, I would be like, oh my God. But having never knew, I didn't know that that had happened. So I need like a little bit more in order of what happened. Either pick like from this man's birth up until he lost the leg or do from he lost the leg, then go back. But it's like jumping around. But I will say though, they do a great job of dragging it out. You don't even see all like the good news clips of them being interviewed to the middle. They really tease you with the concept at the beginning and they don't give you the main course until about halfway through, which is fair. And it's a great way to get me to keep watching. Like they didn't show the leg right away, which like, that's what you really want to see. Like you want to see that mangled leg. Like it's disgusting, but like you want to see that shit, you know? And once I did see it, I was nauseous, but I was curious. I will say I was nauseous and curious. So like I said, it's three stars. It's one of my favorites. It's hilarious. And even though it doesn't have the highest star rating, I think it has a lot of personality. That sounds like something you say about a car, like a broken up car. That's how they describe like apartments that are actually messed up. It's like, yeah, this bathroom is like a foot wide, but it's got personality. But yeah, it has personality. It's a cool, like it's, it's really funny. It's very funny. It's very entertaining. If you're looking for something that like you and your friends are all riled up and then someone's like, oh, let's watch a documentary tonight. Let's not watch a movie. Pick this one because you're going to be like, what the hell? And it's like funny to talk about and sit around and talk about it. Watch through, be like, what the hell? I'd a hundred percent recommend it for a good watch. But if you're some kind of like documentary purist, then maybe not this one. But if you just like to have a good laugh, then why not? All right, guys, thanks so much for watching and I will see you in two weeks. Thanks.